You're listening to a CNA podcast. Welcome back to the Money Talks podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Heng. This is where all kinds of conversations about your money live. And they live permanently because you have access to all of our past episodes, including our last one about the costs involved in getting a divorce. The takeaway from that conversation that I had with family lawyer Ivan Cheong, iron out all the dollars and cents early, then go and see the lawyers. Trust me, it's one of the biggest ways to save money. And of course, time and of course, heartache too. You can go check it out on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts. And then when you're done listening, tell us what you think, okay? Now, when's the last time you took a career break or perhaps a sabbatical of some kind? Well, I did for three months, very recently actually, at the age of 38. Now looking back, it wasn't the most financially sound move to make. I didn't have a fund to tap into, so I actually still had to do freelance gigs to get by. But the freedom, that freedom of having nothing to do, well, nothing scheduled to do, was quite wonderful, I have to say. Well, on today's episode, what I want to do is get a first-hand account of what it's like for someone who took a career break and his take on the financial considerations for those planning to take one so you don't end up like me. <laughs> My guest is Andy So. He took a break from work for two years, guys, two years. Today, he's back at work. He's doing sales for Smeg Singapore. You know, those fancy kettles and Dolce & Gabbana fridges. Thanks for joining us on Money Talks, Andy. Hi. All right, so... Tell us, Andy, how in the first place did you land yourself in a position where you had to take such a long career break? I mean, three months was already nerve-wracking for me, but you took two years off. Yeah, that was back in 2016, in December. I was halfway through my MBA. Mm. But then as the study get more and more tedious, mm. working and study part-time, weekend is being burned. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I decided to talk to my boss to see if I can really take a no-pay leave, but Taking no pay is not an option for them because they need someone to lead the sales team right. back then. So no choice. I have to take bite the bullet, calculate the funds and everything, talk to the wife. <laughs> the most important thing is she has to agree. Absolutely. Given that you didn't really have a choice, I guess, at the time, but to take a career break in order to pursue your MBA, were you able to plan for it before you actually went on this break? I mean, how much notice was that between the time that you told your boss and your boss said no and the time you actually said, okay, you know what, I'm going to take this leave now? I told him somewhere in June to ask him for option mm -hmm. uh, whether I can take a no-pay leave yeah. for a year to and a half mm -hmm. because my study will complete in 2017. Right. They say it's not a company policy even though it's an MMC. Mm. Yeah, so I guess... That's where I started to to plan and talk right. to my wife to see how much we can adjust here and right. there. And how long was that conversation? How long did you plan for it? We planned about six months. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So you you did take your time. You didn't rush into it. We didn't rush into it. Yes. Okay. Prepare about it financially. Mm. See where we can cut. I think the most important thing to cut is holiday. Oh, so painful. And especially since you're working so hard on this MBA. Yeah. You want to take your family to a nice place to really, you know, take a break sometimes, right? Okay, but before we get into that, I just wanted to ask also, before you went on this break, what were your monthly expenses like roughly? 
roughly back then I already have two very young kids mm. and young kids are actually the most expensive <laughs> especially with their childcare yes. it can cost back then it was already thousand two to thousand five per per and just per kid per kid wow. yes and that's correct. on top of your expenses yes, and your wife's correct. expenses yes so all in all expenses monthly expenses across the household will reach about close to five to six K. Oh, that's a big burn in the pocket. Yes, okay, correct. Okay. Yeah. And, and what did you observe was your biggest expense? I know the kids were expensive. Car. What, yeah. Oh, the car. Car is the biggest expenses. Mm. Yes. And that was back then. This is back before then. the record right. COD Yes, now. correct. Oh my gosh. Okay, so the car was the biggest expense. How did you plan to reduce that expense? Uh, okay, so when I was not studying, I took up the grab. To drive ah, Grab. So you yes. had a side hustle. Yes, okay, correct. Okay. So it helps to supplement in terms of petrol mm. and the road tax. Mm. But of course, installment wise, I'm not driving full time. So it's a bit difficult to cover the full yeah. installment. So mm. at least it cover the daily much yeah. uh, usage of the, the expenses sensor, yes. of running the car, correct. not the car itself. Yeah. Okay. Was it an option for you to cut the car out completely when you went on this break? It's not an option because my kids in the morning need to ferry them to, to school mm. and back then my son is starting P1 oh very important yeah yes correct and the school is not very exactly near my house mm. yeah so that's where I need to send him to school okay so it was a bit of a sacrifice right yes correct Okay, I hope your son listening to this years on. I hope so. <laughs> will be very grateful for Papa doing this for him, even though he had to you know, go without a job. Did you know immediately what else you had to cut back on apart from, you know, obviously the car wasn't an option. Did you know what else you had to cut back on? What was the first, I guess, strike off the list, uh, if you will, of expenses? Strike off the list is probably eating out. Ah, okay. Yes. And so, that amounted to a lot for you? On average, eat out per meal, it comes to 100 to 150 oh, per For meal. a family of four? Yes, for a family of four mm. on a simple restaurant. We are not talking about those Michelin restaurants yeah. or those high-end restaurants. It's even simple restaurant. Casual dining. Casual dining, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it can come up to about $100 per meal. Mm. So that was the first thing you struck off yes, the, the first, expenses? Yes, the first thing. Is, okay. Uh, yeah. What else did you have to consider in terms of family expenses? For example, the kids and their extracurricular activities. Did you think about reducing expenses on that or any other family-related expenses you had to cut back on? Back then, my girl has ballet lessons. So, ballet doesn't come cheap as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we moved her from those private ballet schools to uh -huh. those people association schools. So, so it's, it's more affordable. A more affordable, is, which is about half the price. Mm. Yeah, so she still get to dance and not say stop totally. So, yeah. and the other thing is enrichment class, we don't really have it. So it's not a big concern. I think the other concern is insurance. Yes. Yeah, so a lot of us while we are working, we tend to buy what we can afford and mm. everything but when I decided to take this two years old, I speak to my insurance agent to see if I can go on a premium holiday something like that so they say can because back then I bought this rider the insurance that I bought is actually more for my kids future mm. study and everything see, as well so, so quite a huge amount is being sucked in mm. so it's good that I have the rider on but it only can go for maximum one year. Okay. Well, yeah. still, better than, yeah, better than nothing. nothing. Yes, yeah. correct. Yeah. Did you feel like you needed to be extra vigilant, make sure you, you know, don't fall seriously ill, you don't get to an accident, that sort of stuff. Otherwise, your insurance might not kick in. Or Did you worry about stuff like that when you went on the break? It came across my mind, but we just had to say we need to live normally. 
and not to be over cautious. The, I think the more cautious you are, the more worried you are, the tendency for you to fall sick is higher. Yeah, it's actually <laughs> very true. I mean, a lot of us forget that sometimes stressing over not falling sick, yeah. you do end up falling sick, right? Yeah. Okay, so here's another interesting question for you. My dad was retrenched before. It's a bit different from yours. My dad was retrenched before. He had a really tough time trying to sort of explain to us kids and we were quite a bit older than your kids we were teenagers he had a bit of a tough time trying to adjust to being unemployed some would even argue he had an even tougher time explaining to us as kids hey papa's not working because so and so how did you explain to two young children the reason for your career break it's a bit tough because they are still young and they still want to eat whatever they want to eat <laughs> back then. Because they don't know where the money comes from, Yes, right? correct. They, they still don't have the concept of uh, yeah. where the money comes from. <laughs> so what we need to do is we just have to slowly make it a habit to not so eat out so often. Right. Yeah. So we started off with Monday to Friday, eat home. Mm-hmm. Then Saturday, Sunday, we only eat one meal outside right. and the rice is eat at home. Okay. So it's just establishing new routines yes, correct. for them. So when kids are young, it's easier to, to make a routine mm. and everything. So explaining to them will make it worse. They will not understand why and they create a big fuss and right. after that, parents also get angry as well. So, <laughs> so sometimes we just need to keep status cold mm. a bit and mm. we just slowly build a new routine around yeah. them. Okay, yeah. so they don't actually know. They yes. didn't actually know that you were unemployed. Yes, correct. Okay. But it's just that they realised that hey, how come I at home more often? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they were happy with that. Yes, they are happy with that. Yeah. Actually, I enjoyed the two years spending time with them, picking that up and sending them to school. Yeah, spending more and time these are important years. They're still yes, so correct. young, yeah. right? That was what I was going to ask also. Do you think there was a lesson there to teach them you know, as a parent, you're going through these changes. Did you think there was a lesson there to be taught? Well, the lesson I learned is that we constantly need to talk to them. Mm. That why we are at home is not because we choose to be at home, but it's not by circumstances, but it's by what we want to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's also we hardly spend time with them during this period of time. Yeah. Especially if let's say they go to childcare. Yeah. Nine hours are in school and the rest before they sleep is only the balance of two hours yeah, and how often of we spend time with them. Correct, correct. Yeah. So my advice to parents or working adults who want to take a career break, think carefully about the finances. Mm. We need to have on average expenses to keep about a year if you want to do a year. I think that's very good advice but I think also I'll ask you later on about whether it was all worth it. I just wanted to get more into the nitty gritty. Now we talked about the kids. Now let's talk about the wife. <laughs> so you had all these ongoing expenses to think about you took six months the two of you to discuss okay here's what we're cutting out here's what we're keeping here's how we are reducing talk to us about how you and your wife came together to iron things out I assume she was still working at this time yes, right? yes she is still working okay so was there an expectation that you would be contributing the same to the household during this break I would say initially it's a little bit difficult because most of the time, I'm the one that, that, that pay most of the household. So, mm-hmm. as time goes by, I had to explain to her that my saving is depleting. Yeah. I can't really put in the same amount of saving into the same joint account that mm-hmm. we have. So, for the two years, she wear the pants at home and I became the house husband. <laughs> How did you deal with that? Were you okay with it? I initially was a little bit weird. 
to to be a house husband because it's unusual for for Singapore men. I would say so, yeah. Yeah, so it's a mindset and mentality that we need to adjust because yes, if I want to take a break and want to study, I will take a step back. Yeah, and she will have to take the lead. And how did she feel about that? Uh, she also feel weird because I'm the man on the house, and suddenly <laughs> she, yeah. So I say, I'm not totally laying off. Yeah, it's just that. In terms of finances, you are taking the front lead, mm. where I'm taking a back yeah. seat, yeah. and we will still discuss all things that do with kids and everything. It's just that financially, I'm not as capable as I am previously, but I do respect her for seeking my advice and my opinion yeah. on the things to spend on everything. I think that's the sign of a strong, solid, and healthy partnership, really, because. Yeah. Without that communication, it's going to be hard for you to have taken this break. I mean, you talk about one year, we talk about a few months and already people get worried, right? In marriages and relationships. This is two years, so kudos to the two yes. of you. You guys are still together. Just put it out there. <laughs> you guys are still together. <laughs> yes. You're happy. You, you work and, things out. The more important thing is you earn your MBA at the end of it. Yes, correct. Yeah. yeah. And the good thing is that she has a stable job. Yeah, yes. I think that makes it count because when one party is not so stable, Correct. the other one has to keep the, the, man the, the, the fort, the, yes. right? Okay. Right. Hello everyone, my name is Crispina. And I'm Adrian. And we're the hosts of a podcast called Work It. If you've never heard of it, well, it's a good time to tap in. In the last 20 episodes, we've discussed topics like how to negotiate for a salary increase. Or how to get along with younger colleagues who have different values from you which incidentally is our top performing episode. If work consumes your life and you want some perspective on issues like management, stress, even office romance, then this podcast should be on your list. A new episode drops every Monday. Catch us on the CNA app or wherever you get your podcasts. So you did say that travel was obviously like, no, it's not going to happen during this career break. Did you try to budget for one? Like maybe to nearby places? Yes, we, we did budget for one to book it. Ah. Yes, because before that, we managed to purchase the so-called Marriott Vacation Club thing. So ah. we managed to still use the points. So we don't need to really pay for the hotel. We just need to buy uh, air tickets to, to go there for about four days, three nights to take oh, a short break. Oh, that's smart. Would you add that to your advice in terms of strategizing a career break? Like, you know, collect all these points, know where your points are, be the auntie. <laughs> yes, correct. Okay, I wouldn't say buy a package beforehand. Mm. Like I say, in, in, in the event, if you still manage to save up a few hundred dollars every month here and there, cutting down those expenses. I'm sure working out all the budget and everything, we still can do a short holiday somewhere. Yeah. No need to be far. As yeah. long as the family can get together and enjoy ourselves, it's good hey, enough. Hey, you can take a five-hour bus ride to KL. Yeah. I mean, if the kids can stomach even it. a staycation would be good enough as well. Exactly. Also. Yeah, exactly. And that's a few hundred dollars. Yes. If you take a break, you enjoy it, the holiday experience as a family. Kids don't know the difference yes, correct. really, right? Yeah. <laughs> as long as it's not at home. As long as it's not at home, we're not washing dishes, we're not doing the ironing, nothing. Yeah. Okay, so we talked about insurance. We talked about household expenses, conversations with the kids and the wife. Did you budget for investments then? Did you have any investments before going on this career break? And how did you manage them when you went on that break? Okay, I bought a couple of shares. That's where I liquidated a bit as well. So it's an unplanned liquidation because of this two-year break. Sure. But no doubt, as you see, if the profit has made, do not be greedy and say, hold on to it. But like I say, use it. these are the emergency funds that can liquid easily. Yeah, and, out, and for yeah. some people, that's exactly what that 
is for. Yes, the investments correct. are for. Yeah. Well, it's not necessarily for a rainy day, but it's comforting knowing that it's there. It's there you that you, for you to utilize when you need it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And are you have you gone back on those investments since you've returned uh, yes, to work? Yes, I did. Yes. Okay. So you're feeling quite relieved now. Yes. You're, you're quite relaxed, I have to say, for the listener. Andy is dressed very comfortably and casually in a pair of chinos and polo shirt. He's very relaxed now. <laughs> He's got his MBA in his pocket. Though those two years must have been really stressful. So, in the final calculation of your expenses, how did you cover them while being effectively unemployed? I mean, did you continue your grab driving, for example? Did you amp it up? Okay, for my routine, actually, the day is very simple. Mm. In the morning, I drive both kids to school. Yep. After dropping out, I will start the the grab. Mm-hmm. We'll drive until about close to eleven o'clock. I go home, take a break. Mm-hmm. Then one plus, I will start to fetch them again. Okay. Then I reach home and spend time with them at home. Then in the evening, about after dinner, I do another two hours and come back. Okay. Yeah, that's the And that was it for two years? Yes, correct. For someone who is taking a voluntary break, I would say yours is voluntary in a sense. For someone doing what you did, how much would you say he or she should set aside financially? I know you said a year's worth of expenses. Is there any advice on top of that? Well, our expenses mainly covers a lot of unnecessary purchases online nowadays. Mm. So if we can cut that away to minimum, like maybe just the necessaries item for the household, we would usually cut at least 20% of what we usually spend. That's my advice. So if you plan to take six months, you prepare about 80% of what your expenses. Right. It should be enough for you to still live comfortably. Mm-hmm. And doing what you like to do as well. So. Yeah, that, that's pretty good advice. And I like that you put numbers to that. I think it's true. You can cut 20%, sometimes even more, of what we normally spend on yes. a day-to-day basis. Correct. And if you can do that, you can probably survive on, I guess, the remainder of the amount of what you used to earn. My next question is, how would you advise this person to prioritize the finances? Okay, the prioritize are the things that is a must pay. My space, but like housing, your car, if you have a car, mm-hmm. and of course the kids' allowance that you do not want them to worry that there's no no food on the table. These three things are the most important thing that yeah. you need to prioritize mm. in terms of cutting away. I mean, the car was there because you are in sales, yes, and it's something that you're used to having, and Correct. you need you needed them for the kids. Correct. So the other option is downgrade the car if you necessary, mm. because a car if. It's just a cart for you to ferry around. Of course, don't downgrade to uh, those need a lot of repair. Yeah, just to be do the due diligence to go for inspection and all this yeah, before you because that, all those repairs add up to a lot more, cost. even more. Yes, exactly, exactly. Okay, so you took a career break to complete this MBA in, and, and the point was to upgrade yourself. Yeah. All said and done, Andy. Would you say it was all worth it? The two years of pain, the cutting back on expenses keeping things status quo at home for the kids and that conversation with your wife, was it all worth it? Yes, it's all worth it. Yeah? Would you I'll, do it all over again if you could? I would do it again, right. but not for two years. Two years <laughs> are a little bit too long, I would mm. say, because after a while, you realise that you keep doing back the same thing and over again is is very difficult. So mm. I think a career break for half a year to one year is good enough to okay. re-energise yourself to refocus yourself on what you want to do as well. Did you feel going back to work now in your current job, you were entering with a different perspective? Yes, I did enter with a different perspective and what is like 
what is the real goal for me at the end of the day of a career. Yeah. Are you guys still cutting back on expenses now that you're back at uh, work? Not really <laughs> now. It's, well, it's not say cutting back, but like I say, it's not just taking a break. Sometimes my advice is to those who also doing a career switch as well. So mm. you may have a pay cut. That's where you also need to learn how to cut back as well. So yeah, I think it's always a work in progress. Yes, you know, correct. always. I think would I be correct to say that you, I guess, are more watchful of your expenses if you're not cutting back on them now that you're back at work. Are you more watchful? Of more them? watchful, yes. Yeah. So we learn to budget a little bit more mm. to cut back as well so when to spend and when not to spend mm. is it necessary or not necessary yeah these are simple questions but they can be sometimes the most important ones right yeah. you have to be real with yourself at the end of the day and have a wife like yes. yours <laughs> thank you alright so what's your best takeaway from this two year career break spending time with friends and relatives is very important mm. we can't live alone in this world we need friends because if you have wives and kids they are the next best person that you know them and they know you the best. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Sabbaticals, career breaks, they seem to be quite rare here in Singapore, but they're not unusual as is the case with Andy here. In a country where the cost of living is a constant stress point, so many of us wouldn't dare take a career break for the risk of losing not just money, but also worrying about how it will affect our careers. But depending on your need for one, a career break can still be highly beneficial in perhaps other intangible ways. Thanks, Andy, for sharing your experience with us and for giving us the advice we need. Thank you. We really appreciate it. And thank you to you, listener. If you've enjoyed this episode of Money Talks, there's more content for you to enjoy. Just follow us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Remember, tell us what you think of this episode or others that you've listened to. We want to know. The team behind Money Talks is Jacqueline Chan, Joanne Chan, Tiffany Ang, Crispina Robert, Saya Wint, Jessalyn Tan, and I'm Andrea Heng. Master your money. <laughs>